0: Hi and welcome to episode 169 of the Might Watch podcast a Chelsea preview there's nothing major about it but just looking back at the Southampton game I was actually lucky enough to get in touch with Jesse Marsh and he gave me this statement I still stand by my release, but I can't defend what I did I'm sorry I messed up your barbecue I mean the win against Southampton Fair. you don't you don't win friends with salad you don't win. <laughs> That episode um So there's one bit of news, Casey. Um, And I don't really know how we're going to move on from this. It's going to take hours. But uh, Stuart McKinstry has joined Motherwell in the season long run. Not Stuart McKinstry. To be honest, it's a pretty pretty good move for him. Mm -hmm. One, it's it's his team, isn't it? Like the whole family of fans and stuff, I believe. And that's who we signed him from. But all the talk when you did see something about him was like loans in League 2 and stuff. Yeah. So going to the SPL is a much better move.
1: Mm. Um, Yeah, I mean, I, I, it, it's tough not to be choked up at a time like this. You know, you've, you're letting someone go. Um, having, you know, committed his prime years to this club, you know, 238 appearances... You know, as well. Anna, oh, no, sorry, that's Stuart McCall. I'm looking at um, <laughs> uh, one appearance. Um, yeah,
0: yeah, come on, one league appearance. Sorry, one He's... league
1: appearance. My bad. Yeah, it's he, two he'll, appearances. Yeah, it will always have Fulham.
0: Yeah, full, what was it Fulham in the League Cup? Did he score the winning penalty in that? He did score the winning penalty. Yeah, good pen, and he came on in the two undefeated Spurs, didn't he? Which was yeah. I remember us watching that and thinking, "Wow, we really are in an injury crisis here." Because as much I haven't, you know, I don't think Stuart McIntry is ever going to be able to play for Leeds. He seems like a decent enough footballer. He'll have a career in football, but he's not going to. He's not going to be able to play in the Premier League, I don't think.
1: Uh,
0: but the thing with it is, like, he wasn't even getting in our under twenty three side at the time he got his appearance. Yeah, I'm
1: just having a look. For I don't know, he came on for. I don't know who he came on for,
0: uh, I don't know who came on for either.
1: Uh, looking at this, it's either click or for sure. Um, he
0: probably came on out of position as well.
1: Well, so so it's showing here that we started out with it because if you remember, this is a game where Calvin Phillips went back to centre back.
0: Yeah, he started at centre back, and Diego Llorente played right back, didn't he?
1: Yes. Um, it was a, it was, a, it was the basic was left back
0: as well. Yeah, it was a weird way around because in the first half, Calvin Phillips did an excellent job man marking Harry Kane.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm just still having a look.
0: Was that Conte's
1: first game as well?
0: Uh, it was first or second, it was definitely early.
1: Yeah, apologies. I have got that wrong. McKinstry came on for Gelhart in the 87th minute
0: still not in position now <laughs> the, dis- the description
1: of the substitution here is following an industrious shift up front galhart is brought to be replaced by his fellow teenager mckinstream in search of an equalizer
0: the term fellow teenager i've got the hello fellow kids meme in yes
1: <laughs> is that when it's, it's actually when, with a child whenever it's been uh rodrigo or mateus click on the bench with the kids
0: yeah but no hopefully he can get some game time because if he gets game time it'll do him good He's not he's not gonna play here, but I'd like him to have a good enough loan spell that someone wants to buy him. Yeah.
1: That, that, you know, good signing for, for Motherwell as well. He knows the club.
0: He does very much know the club and loves the club. Mm. Um so yeah, straight into it, really. Chelsea on Sunday. So we have a two o'clock game, aren't we?
1: Sure. <laughs>
0: You did I, think I love, I'd look
1: at these things, weren't you? Yes, I, Sunday
0: 2 o'clock. I look, you know, that's why we have you, Casey, your preparedness. Yeah. Um. So they looked... They didn't look outstanding, but they looked a lot better than Spurs last time out. I know it finished 2-2, but they were miles better than them.
1: It was um, a game of two terrible, terrible refereeing decisions. <laughs> Um, well,
0: I mean, I, I don't know what you're talking about, mate. I mean, I don't think he pulled his hair at all.
1: <laughs> Look, that's, there is no specific hair-pulling rule. But there is a violent
0: conduct rule that that probably it, falls under. It depends. Does, does pulling someone's hair count as violent conduct? And how hard do you have to pull it for it I to mean, be violent conduct?
1: Again, I did briefly listen to, and I apologise for for using this this radio station but for listening to talk shite briefly and um I can't remember who the the pundit was that was in but he when one of the presenters said if you did that on the street you went you can't make that comparison I
0: was like yes yeah. you can because no one pulls anyone's hair in a football game. I must admit the thing is that, that I don't like about that if you did that on the street, you know if you shoulder shoulder someone on the street. <laughs> That's also assault. <laughs> if if they just, don't know it's coming, and you just bang, I mean, <laughs> but
1: like the, at least there is an element of that to the game. Like I don't remember the last time I saw someone pull someone else's hair in such a violent manner,
0: because yeah, it wasn't
1: it's... like c- compare it to Huang's, you know, reaction to it being slightly brushed in the face. You know, the, the yeah. le- it's night and day, the levels of contact.
0: Yeah, there's. I, I have seen a couple of good videos of it on Twitter, in especially in women's football, mm. where someone gets away and the way that you cynically grab someone's shirt, they've done the same, but with the hair. And God, it looks painful.
1: Mm. <laughs> oh, you get whiplash as well. Did you see the... Um, I think someone had turned it into a cartoon. And by the end, it's... Uh, and. Uh, is it Anthony Taylor, the referee?
0: Hmm.
1: It's him running running around the pitch, holding red cards in his hands in a Spurs shirt.
0: Yeah, it's a weird one because uh, they've got quite a good... Chelsea have got quite a good record with him as ref. And I don't think that he is out to get them or anything. But they did put. Up, I did see one friend. It was like, remember these six horrendous decisions in different matches, and <laughs> he was the ref for all of them. <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, if if that was happening with Leeds, like, um, oh god, who was that slightly overweight, bearded, dark hair twat that ref years ago? And he Jeff always Winter. Jeff Winter. Yeah, he 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 was at, He was like that. You, as soon as you knew he was ref, you knew Leeds were getting fuck all. So you do get refs like that. I don't think it's deliberate, but I think it does happen.
1: Yeah. I I mean, the the thing I found funny was when you see some of the the comments after that game where it's just going, look, you know, the the suspension is is probably right for the two managers. Should you punish a manager if they criticise a referee, but the criticisms are entirely correct?
0: Yeah, it's a weird one. I think you have to because it sets a bad precedent. Mm.
1: Find but the rest. You've got this part- that badly.
0: There's also, though, they sort of deserve to get banned for being petulant little children on the touchline.
1: I mean, that... I think when I was describing the handshake to someone, I think the hands started about five metres away from each other and then came to the middle. I think there might have been sparks when they connected.
0: Yeah. Well, that there was a lot of that just with like just kiss already written next. To him. <laughs> uh, I suppose that's the first thing we can mention. They should. There will be no Tuchel. Does that make any difference whatsoever? Probably not.
1: It, it, it means that in the in the post match interviews, there'll probably probably be less whinging.
0: I don't know As... who the assistant is at Chelsea. So.
1: Uh, I assume John Terry. Um... But well, because I think the I think the Athletic did that article the other week saying Thomas Tuchel cool. uh oh, is the one who I, made the most excuses last season.
0: Yeah, uh An Arno Michaels, apparently, who has been his uh, assistant for like ever and ever and ever.
1: Fair enough. So
0: yeah. So he's put so it probably won't make any difference. It's someone who knows exactly what's going on. And let's be right. It's not like Tuchel won't be able to tell them exactly what to do anyway.
1: Mm.
0: Um. So on to Chelsea themselves. Three four, probably three four two one could be three four one two. It's either two behind one or one behind two, but the rest will remain the same. Uh, three centre backs. You would think probably the left, Thiago Silva centre, and then then it moves around a bit. Like they played Reese James at right, right centre back in the last game, but I think they'll probably play an. A, A more defensive player there this time, like Aspilicueta or maybe Chalaba, because I think they'll want Lee's James at right wing back. Because I think he will be a constant danger, (laughs) like a terrifying threat down that side. And then, probably, and then whichever of Chilwell or Kukere have a fancy picking at left wing back.
1: It's the one thing I quite, find quite funny about the, the signing of, of Kukurea is that I didn't think wing-back was a position they really needed to strengthen in, but they went and got a good one anyway.
0: No. I mean, it sounds like they are going to be able to get rid of um old driving ban over there. He's going to somehow be like Barcelona's 10th signing that they've made with no money. Mm. Uh, so they, they probably... but they may well have needed one, but they've sent that, is it Madsen, they left back, they've sent on loan to Burnley that's meant to be really good. Mm. And that Harvey Vale, who's more of a midfielder, who's like England under 19, captain and looks a really good player, has played left wing back as well. Uh, so if they didn't really need one, it's just that they could. Yeah. So they have.
1: I mean, now as well looking at some of the business they've done so obviously, um verner has verner actually left
0: yet yeah, yeah he's gone He's has gone on his debut oh uh, yeah
1: so um i suppose they've got broha in the squad now so sort of filled yeah. that gap as their striker um i mean, most, if you look at that team that that started against spurs the, the two changes in there from from last season are Kulabali and kukereya Cooler Bali, they absolutely needed because they desperately needed centre backs with, with the departures at the start of last summer.
0: Yeah, I mean it said a lot that they lost like Christensen and and who else? Who was the other big centre back? Oh yeah, Rudiger, the best yeah. one. Uh and they still actually had loads, hmm. but they probably needed one more because they didn't have many experienced ones. So at the back, I mean it's a really good back three. The wing-backs are going to be... I'm terrified of their wing-backs. Yeah. Just with the way we play. But we'll come on to us because I'm not 100% sure we're going to play our normal way in this game. No, uh, we're going to play in, worse. In, in middle of midfield, Kovacic and Kante are both expected to be out. Uh, in the l- last game, I think we played... Who did we play Jorginho with in the last game? There was,
1: it was Kante and Mount.
0: Yeah. Well, of... I think Mount will be a bit further forward. Yeah. So I would say probably Jorginho and Gallagher. Conor Gallagher? Yeah. In the middle. I suppose you could play Loftus-Cheek in there as well. Because, I mean, they played him right wing-back, didn't they, against Spurs, which was weird. Mm. Um, But Jorginho and Gallagher is a pretty good central mid-pair. And Gallagher would be well up for it. And he's the right sort of player for the way we play. Yeah. Um, and then you would assume, like, Mount and Raheem Sterling behind Havertz. Yeah. It it might be Sterling up with Havertz and Mount at 10, but that is a front three, basically. Although I would say that the way that we're setting up and the way our centre-backs go at it, I think if he was going to give Brohert a chance to start in any game, it'd be this one. Because uh, Havertz, Havertz is a fantastic player, but he isn't quite as physical. I mean, he is strong, don't get me wrong. He's not a weak little striker, but Broha bullied us at times when he played for Southampton. So if he was going to give him a chance in the game, it'd probably be this one. Hmm. Um, who for them do you think is like, who is it that you're scared of?
1: Um, anyone in a blue shirt, really. Is, yeah. uh That's a fact that's slightly scary. I mean, obviously there's been the talk of Pulisic going out on loan and and he's someone who's had a couple of very good years taking out the injury period he had. So it's quite, you know, the the fact that they are looking at a player of that quality and think, nah, I don't need him.
0: How I haven't seen a clickbait story saying Christian Pulisic's ready to join Marsh's American Revolution at Leeds on loan. How I haven't seen that as a mean, if seen, well, tomorrow, you see one
1: tomorrow, you know you know where it's come from now. But
0: if if I still ran through it all together, I might have bit the bullet and written some clickbait about that and just made some up.
1: <laughs> um, uh, to be, as, as I look at that that team, like you said, if you've got Reece James and either Chilwell or Kukureya bombing down the wings. I'm quite scared. Um, you know this, this is, Christ, I don't know who would want that left back for us.
0: Well, I mean, Furpos so it's, it's 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 gonna be Strauch.
1: <laughs> Tony D'Origo?
0: It's gonna be Strouk unless uh, we'll get into because normally doing it on a Thursday we'd have had the press conference, but because the game's Sunday, it'll be tomorrow. As of the last we heard, Bamford and Gellhart's injuries weren't serious.
1: Yeah, was it? Gellhart was was a dead leg for him. And Bamford was.
0: It was like a groin thing, but. Yeah. It didn't sound like. He said he could have played only if it was like absolute desperation. Hmm. So you would hope he's fit for this.
1: But. It's a good job he didn't pick it up in the last 20 minutes. That was absolute mm -hmm. desperation.
0: Yeah, my. uh, my question about this is: Do you think Marshall switched to a different formation for this game? So I was thinking back to the Chelsea game last season, and obviously it was a much more desperate situation last season. But against Chelsea, we played a back five under Marsh last season. We played a back three of Cocuente and Cooper, Stroud at it's left it's... wing back, and Rafinha at yeah, right, right wing right back. back. Yeah.
1: Oh, Dan James, right wing back.
0: Well, I mean, I could easily see like Jorente, Koch, Strauch as three centre backs. And then, as much as I don't like him there, Harrison and Christensen as wing backs.
1: Yeah. I, I feel bad after two games, but this part of me thinking, I won't oh, mind Christensen, Christensen playing as the right centre back here. I. But at the same time, it's. I don't think looking at the alternatives,
0: it's way too early to drop him. But like Cody Drama is an option. Uh,
1: Again, yeah, it's it's Chelsea. If we if we were playing, Bournemouth, sure, go for it.
0: Not Chelsea. So, do you think there's any chance he does switch formation? Um, I mean, it would.
1: Would make sense. I um, got like a, a five, which is, I think like a five,
0: two, three sort of. That's, that's sort of what it was last time.
1: But yeah. But we, so,
0: we were so under pressure mm. and Dan James got sent off after like 20 minutes. Yeah. But so, the original plan, because we had that back five, I and mean, then we had Bates and Phillips in the middle. Oh, Yes. And then like James and James and Harrison and Rodrigo as a sort of front three mm. so we did try and match him up last season uh it didn't work
1: no I I've, the only the only issue I have with with the one up front is because of how he's playing at the moment I think it'd be Rodrigo
0: mm.
1: again I don't know if he's he's the man you want to go with for a game like this but no. you know it's like Dan James reckless challenges aside in terms of pressuring anyway but like it would be Harrison and Aronson and yeah someone else
0: yeah uh, Alex Benson's message is saying best bet is James which I'm assuming is Dan, rather than Reese uh Dan James pace against their defense Maybe if we're still in it with 20 minutes left, but I, I don't think he'll play. I suppose I I still want us to still play a fall at the back and try and press. Mm. Basically, I don't think we're good enough if we're sitting deep
1: to, yeah.
0: play, to play good enough football and score a goal. And I think we'd have to score at least one to get something. Whereas mm. if you press and really go for it, you can cause a bit of chaos. And you might score one or two. And they'll have chances too, and you might need a bit of luck. But I think we've got more chance of getting the result pressing high and trying to play than we have sitting deep. Yeah. I just don't think, I just don't think we're good enough to sit deep and then win it or nick on it.
1: Mm. No, I, I agree. And, and with their sort of attacking options, I, I don't want to just allow them to keep coming forward. 'Cause I think even if you when you're squeezing Sterling, Havertz and Mount Central and you've got their wing backs bombing on like and Connor Gallagher as well if he mm. starts this one breaking from midfield as well.
0: Yeah. Um yeah. I mean I, if we sat properly deep, all I think you'd do Is play different players at wing back and play James and Kukurea probably as the outside centre backs. Mm. And if we sat deep, they can just go forward and basically be extra attackers, you know, one at a time. Just just Silver sat at the back going, this is easy. Yeah. Well, I say one at a time, one of them would stay back. (laughs) But the, I suppose, so we're hoping that Bamford's fit. We're hoping that Gellhart is fit. If they aren't, who comes in?
1: It, I mean if if they're not, I, I would assume from the changes that it's Dan James. The
0: Do you think this time though it'd be the, James Wide and Rodrigo? I, 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 I suppose
1: suppose the other one to do would be that Aronson plays behind Rodrigo and either James or Sinistera come in.
0: Yeah, I, I have I, on notes here I've put like Dan James question mark and then Sinistera with Rodrigo up top as like the other one and if we actually want to get on the ball there is an argument for Rodrigo up top and click yeah because he does get on the ball and he's tied in possession but I don't think physically he can keep up with Chelsea from the start mm. whereas if he comes on we half an hour left
1: he, he probably the can. New Pablo.
0: yeah sort of just not just not as no good. pressure <laughs> Um, yeah, it's a it's a tough one. This like they are just it's a hell of a squad that they've got. Mm. I, I, I... I mean, it's not even like a lot of teams where you well, like they've even got a really good goalkeeper. So if we do create something, you're probably going to need to create a few.
1: Yeah, i did here's hoping that um, the, the, for whatever reason they played They the not but. No. I can hope. A boy can dream.
0: A man can dream. <laughs> um, did you see that stat about uh, the most successful dribbles conceded? Yeah. Going round. Yeah, top Tottenham's second on, I think it's 20, and we've conceded 36.
1: In two games.
0: Now, don't get me wrong, as someone said on Twitter, and they are right, Part of that is because of the way we play. If you press really high, you can just step past one, and you might, and suddenly everyone's chasing, and you can beat two or three quite quickly. Hmm. But that is a huge discrepancy, and it didn't a stat like that wouldn't worry me if we were playing Southampton or Wolves. A stat like that does worry me when we're playing Chelsea. Hmm.
1: What what is it that actually constitutes a successful dribble?
0: Basically, beating a man.
1: Okay. So, like, when John Matip ran the length of the pitch against us, that wasn't really successful because he, he never actually
0: took anyone up. No, because no one made a tackle. <laughs> <laughs> the, first no time someone, the first time someone attempted to make, make a tackle was he played a 1-2. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I, that would that would be progressing the ball, but I don't yeah. think it would count as a successful dribble. <laughs>
1: yeah. I was going to try and pitch it as an unsuccessful dribble that led to several goals.
0: Yeah, so the league average is fourteen point six, and we're at thirty six. It's quite a lot. Um, yeah, so yeah, double. that 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 does scare me, and it, it's one of the reasons why it's it's actually quite a good argument for not for not playing Gallagher and playing Loftus Cheek instead for them. Yeah, because he glides past players, and he's really press resistant. And <laughs> so he would be quite. I'm if they start him in the middle, I'll actually be terrified of him.
1: There's just there's just threats everywhere, isn't there? Yeah. Incoming Thiago Silva brace from corners to win it two 0 or something now just yeah.
0: to well, completely against,
1: invalidate all this.
0: Against Spurs, they seem to really like clip it back post for Koulibaly. Hmm. Uh, so we'll have to watch that. I mean, that's what, one thing that is better this year than last year. For that is that if we can get set pieces, we actually look dangerous from them. For once. Yeah. And that that always gives you a chance of nicking something. So hopefully we can. Um, but have you got a prediction for a score, mate? Um, I am going to go. I'm
1: going to go for a 2-1
0: defeat. 1-2 uh, loss. I have gone for a 3-1 defeat. Uh, I forgot to mention on the last podcast. I did mention that KC got our first winning bet. With the Harrison assist, but I had a one-all draw against Southampton. You had a three-one win, so I get two points on that. So KC is ahead five-four on the predictions points, and he is ahead thirty-five to minus twenty on bets. Uh, speaking of the bets, my bet for this one, because Skybet have enhanced it, is Mason Mount anytime at eleven to four. Um. Uh...
1: I, I've got, I've gone with the scorecast for this happening. Incredibly um, All right. optimistic. Um, I, I'm going. I'm predicting a different score for this one because. Well, I you've can't... got to spread
0: it out, haven't you? Well, I, I, I
1: don't want to to pull up Michael Norman in here, but obviously I've predicted us to lose, but I can't bet on us to lose. That I can't bring myself to do.
0: Yet, no, what you um, do is you wait until we're 1 0 up and then you bet on us to lose.
1: Yeah, um, so I'm going with a scorecast of uh 1 all, and Brendan Aronson to score first, Aronson and that first and 1 all. and that is at uh 107
0: to 1.68 to 1. 107.68 yes to 1. Mm-hmm. It's not a real price. <laughs> just you just can't put a decimal in a fraction. Yeah, it's, 100, it's 105 to 1, or it's 110 to 1. <laughs> and it's not real. You can't really use 105. I'm being generous if I let that happen. Yeah. Yeah, so, um. yeah, that will... I mean, compared to... If if this comes off, that could be the season over. If this comes off, then you're going to be fuming when you've got this theoretical thousand (laughs) pounds. Not a pot to piss in, but theoretical thousand pounds. It's going to be like you sat there with this theoretical money. It's going to be you and Tay Zonday. (laughs) I'm a theoretical millionaire. Uh,
1: But I I suppose you could say If I don't back that and it comes in, I will feel some chocolate pain.
0: That's the joke I was going to say. (laughs) But I was going to do the actual South Park quote and say, but as Leeds fans, are we ready for some chocolate pain, bitch? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't have much confidence going into this, but unlike back end of last season when you had no confidence going into it and that was awful and gave you dread, this if we get something, it's a bonus. But I'm not worrying about this one yet.
1: No, it, it's. I think at this stage, it's just the manner in which we go down. But,
0: yeah, if we can play well and Chelsea just beat us because they're better than us, that's fine. I just don't want us to, like, give away really stupid goals or something like that.
1: I, I mean, that was the thing last season. Not only did... did Jan, I mean, I don't think Chelsea ever got out of second gear in the, the game last season, did they? No. Um, I'm just trying to see if I can find it quickly on here before we...
0: Uh, well, there was the Mason Mount one where we just backed off and backed off, but it was a great finish. That Pulisic scored like Pulisic scored one from like the edge of the 18-yard box, and I remember being really pissed off because I was like, under Bielsa, when someone got completely free 20 yards out middle of goal, you understood why. It's because everyone had run off to the wings. We followed him and left a big gap. Whereas Marsh was packing the middle, and he still had a load of space on the edge of the box 20 yards out. And then... The, uh, Lukaku scored one breaking away when someone made a defensive error. I don't remember who it was, so I'm gonna bet that it was Diego Uente.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, uh, I'm not looking forward to it in many ways. No, but um, um, like I say, if if we can, it if you could come away from that game and just say we were solid enough. Like, it just turns out they've got some really good players. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm fine with that.
0: And then, obviously, we will preview it. On, well, I say preview, briefly preview it on the next one because then we've got Barnsley on Wednesday mm. in the Cup, which is where I would think that's where you'll see drama and Yelder, and hopefully Gellart being fit enough to start. And it'll be nice to see that side and see how it looks. And then, probably one of the best teams in the country were away at Brighton the following weekend, which and they they could, if they play well, they could give us a serious hiding because they're a really good side.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. We, we, I'm not even going to start talking about that now. I'm worried enough
0: about this game. Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk about that one. where We've got seven points from three. Uh, so, yeah. Unless you vote to admit, I think that'll do us. No,
1: no, I'm all good.
0: All right, cool. Yeah, um, we will be back on Monday or Tuesday, one of the two. Uh, probably Monday because I think I'm off. Cool. Like well, of so, yeah, school holidays. Yeah, so probably Monday to do uh review of the Chelsea game. Uh, but until then, I've been Jack, to you. I've been
1: mean, Casey, have a good one.
0: In a bit.